Whether you're dead or alive, you're just a dollar sign to Jake Cahill on Party Law. Thursdays at 8.30. You're tearing me apart, Lisa! Oh, as Don't fuck with the babysitter! Sid, don't you play in the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos for creators! Notice anything unusual about Santa Carla yet? No. Pretty cool place. You're a Martian or a vampire. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to See You at a Pop Culture Podcast. I'm Cece, and I am joined today by my lovely partner, Teddy. Hello, hello. Yeah, Teddy's here, our, our favorite teddy bear. Um, they're here to talk with me about the full HHN 32 reveal that we did get today. Um, I do apologize if either of us, you know, break down in the middle of this podcast or if we sound not as excited as we probably will be in the coming weeks because unfortunately our cat Evie did pass away this morning. Um, But we are still going to plug away at this because I feel like it'll take our minds off things and get us hyped for the the HHN season. Um, So Teddy... You have not been following speculation much because I know that's not your thing. You like to wait till everything is official and then you start getting hype as we uh, get into the full on list of the year. Yeah, so, no point no point in getting hype for stuff that like is not confirmed, you know? Yeah, because it may not stick. People get their hopes up, then they get upset. Exactly. Exactly. I... I'm not trying to get my hopes up for a lot of like stuff that may or may not be coming. Because, like, what I might find entertaining, the general populace for HHM may not, so. Correct. And we all like different things. And so, that's why we're here. We're gonna kind of give our little brief opinions or, like, what we think about these announcements. Um, We're gonna start with the houses. Now, I know you guys have listened to me talk about uh, most of these houses already, at least in some form, before they were officially their like names and descriptions. Um, But now that we have those, you know, my opinions may change. Um, Teddy really hasn't been following any of it. They knew of a couple things like Stranger Things and Last of Us, but like the rest is kind of, and Chucky. Well, I mean, Chucky, yeah, because they they announced that like (laughs) five years ago. (laughs) Yeah. So they were aware of a few things, but I'm excited for them to be here for this full reveal. I actually have kind of... I've been on Twitter, but I've tried not to read too deep into the descriptions yet because I wanted to do this as like a live reaction for us. So, um, so I guess we'll start uh, on the houses here. First one we have is Stranger Things four. This uh, announcement came a couple weeks ago. Um, what it says is you'll need to you'll need your squad to resist Vecna's gruesome curse. Like Eleven, now's your chance to stop him once and for all as you take on the scariest season of Stranger Things yet. Which I agree, it is this most horror driven i think of all the seasons fingers crossed emphasis on once and for all because like after this i would like no more stranger things houses <laughs> okay that's fair but this one really deserves i think a house um, like personally. i i can't i can't be like you know pro stranger things but also at the same time be anti how many times they did the walking dead so <laughs> like i like yeah. to keep things consistently like you know it, it it's fine to have like one year or like maybe, you know, like two or three years where it's like broken up with like set amount of times. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, where like you can drive that fan interest, you know, like let's say, oh, maybe you don't want to do Stranger Things one through like, you know, season five or whatever. Um, maybe you want to just do like the, the, the pentamental, like your, like the penumbrum, uh, ultimate, like Stranger Things house. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh, here's the new Stranger Things season coming in. Okay, let's bring it back. Like how, you know, every so often they bring back American Werewolf in London or Halloween. Uh, I Mm. think generally if you lean into IPs, they should be that way and not like year one of, you know, (laughs) Stranger Things, year two of Stranger Things, year three of Stranger Things. Because like, I'll be fair, the last Stranger Things house, when they mashed up season two and three, that it was awful. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I loved the first one. It was, like, life-changing. Um, I'm really, really, really hoping they do this one justice. This, I mean, this se- this season is very set up for horror and HHN, in my opinion. Um, I Hopefully people <laughs> uh, will be behave with Eddie. Oh, God, uh, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> Because I know he's going to be very popular this year. Hopefully everybody can remain respectful. Or hopefully Universal has like enough hindsight to realize that a lot of people may want to mess with Eddie. And kind of put Eddie away where like you can see them but you can't really like physically be within reach of them. Yeah, I'm hoping that's what they'll do. I'm sure they will. Plus he's up on the the trailer anyway in that scene if that's the scene they're gonna do so oh they could do it like they did with dead man's pier you know you see it from like a, a profile thing oh that would be sick actually because you'd you'd be like walking by him when he's like on the trailer playing it or whatever yeah that would be that's just something to keep whomever is friends with eddie safe yeah because uh we don't want to repeat of last year yeah Alright, so yeah, I mean, you guys know how I feel about Stranger Things, one of my favorite shows of all time, I'm excited, that's pretty much, excuse me, all I'm going to say right now, because I could rant about, we just, the last episode was all about Stranger Things, so just go listen to that. Anyway, um, <laughs> moving on to one of our new announcements that dropped today, along with a lot of other stuff, um, but this is really interesting, this is the first time, at least that I'm aware of, that we've gotten a full-on house based off of a film that has not yet or will not yet be released until the after the event starts. Excuse me. Um, this is going to be a house based on The Exorcist Believer, which is a direct sequel to the original Exorcist. It is done by Blumhouse. Um, the description on the house goes as this. Uh, two missing girls have been found with no memory of what happened to them. But wherever they went, the ultimate evil has returned with them. Enter the most terrifying scenes from the new Blumhouse film. I hope and pray that this film does well. Um, Because it feels like they're putting a lot of faith into this by having it as a house before it even comes out. I, know. I don't know. I, I, I see that. But I also see that maybe this house will be popular enough. Maybe like the cast members or team members, excuse me, uh, 
you know, maybe they're going like above and beyond and they really sell it. That will drive more people to the movie, I think. Uh, at I least agree. that's where I think that their like logic is behind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. No, I, I, I I agree. I think I think it could work well. It's a good it's a good working relationship in a way. So I mean, it's it's a good idea like housewise to like, you know, kind of promote it. I was just kind of hoping that, you know, Blum would like Five Nights of Freddy's would be the house instead of, you know, The Exorcist. Yeah. Just because I, like I don't know how a lot of people are going to feel considering, you know, if this is a direct sequel to the original Exorcist, well, then this kind of retcons like Exorcist 2 and 3 and so on and so forth. Because I do believe there are multiple sequels of the Exorcist movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I just... I, I I wish Universal was less experimental, but most, uh, but also more experimental. Like... It's good to go with, like, The Exorcist because people may not even think that it's, like, tied to the sequel. Um, mm-hmm. They may just think it's, like, the old homage to it, and they may be excited for that. You know, yeah. I'm not going to, like, yuck on their yum. Um, but, like, I don't know. <laughs> I just found The Exorcist boring, so. You haven't well, seen this new trailer, and I really want you to see it. It Hopefully, looks great. Well, I mean, like, I've never been a fan of the Exorcist franchise in general. I'm not right. a super crazy, like, you know, Catholic horror fan. Mm-hmm. My mom, she she was into all of them. But for me, it was just like, you know, sitting through a church Sunday. And I'm just like, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I want you to see the trailer. I, I wish you would have watched it actually before this, because then you might have been a little bit more, like, understanding of what it was about. But um yeah i am interested to see where this falls you know if it's like uh if they do like a direct like retcon kind of how like uh was it uh yeah halloween retcon like you know two on Mm -hmm. you know i'm okay with that but like you know i wish they would be like clear about it i guess yeah i think that's what they're kind of doing here as well i haven't really like seen anything and i mean the images that they're using currently on their website like heavily look like reagan so i mean (laughs) yeah it's two new girls yeah you'll see later i'll show you but yeah it looks oh maybe maybe it's supposed to be like the two girls and they're kind of supposed to look like reagan i don't know but like (laughs) they look like the same girl (laughs) oh yeah like they just like took like two separate like angled shots and they were like, yeah, the exorcist, two girls. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it, no, it looks the film looks really good. Actually, I remember a lot of people were saying like the test audiences weren't really caring for it, but I know they did some reshoots and then the trailer came out the other day. Uh, well, first, I think it came was attached to Oppenheimer for people who saw that and then it came out on its own. Jason Blum shared it, but it looks really good to me personally. Um I'm excited for it, and I hope that this house does well. Um, I actually don't think that you and I went through the Exorcist house that they did in 2016, I think it was. Yes, we did. Did we? Yes, we did. I don't remember it at all. It was the last house we hit before we left that night. Okay, was it fun? I don't remember it. <laughs> it I wouldn't say it was a bad house. I mean, it, I got scared in it. I mean, if that's like okay, a measurement of like you know whether or not a house is good, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, I didn't. I 
I just remember maybe it being unremarkable. I don't want to say it was bad, but like, right. it's, like you said, you know, not something that like, you know, firmly comes to mind, like case files or, you know, dead man's peer or, you know, hot take, but El Chupacabra. <laughs> I love, yeah. I, I love, I love that house. <laughs> yeah, no, I understand. I just, I don't remember, but, but yeah. Um, so the Exorcist, we're getting the new movie, which is cool. Uh, again, first time I think they've ever done that, and that's pretty that's pretty cool and unique. Um, the next one we have is The Last of Us. I have talked about the fact that I know nothing about this game nor show. I think about a hundred times on this show now. Um, Teddy, you've not played it or watched it as well either. No, I have not, and you you would think I would because I'm like super into zombies, but like. I, I just think around the time it came out, like, The Evil Within was also out, and, like, I don't know, that's kind of where I swung in that, like, battle of those two. Because mm. okay. I know a, lo- a lot of people kind of, like, compared them, like, you know, in terms of, like, horror survival games and stuff like that. Ah. Well, um, I don't think I've read the synopsis before. Um, so this one is, you and your squad will encounter the haunting and overgrown world of the video game. So it is based on the video game, but from what I've heard from some friends, the show does hit on a lot of really good uh, points and, and things that you see in the game really well. So um, I still don't know what I'm going to do. I'm probably going to at least watch like a YouTube video of all the cutscenes. I think that will be helpful. Um, but anyway... Uh, don't do that. Just do what I do. Watch full gameplay throughs. Oh god, I don't have time for that. Um, so it's it's the world of the video game in a brand new terrifying way. Stay silent if you want to survive a multitude of clickers, hunters, and more. I've seen the image of these clicker things. They're pretty gross. Um, I think we'll get a lot of those in the house. I don't think we're going to see a lot of Joel and Ellie's. Maybe one of each, if that. Um... Another one where I feel like people need to keep their hands to themselves because a lot of people were obsessed with Pedro Pascal's version. Yeah, this um, is a video game version, not the TV show version. But it's y'all. like either way, though. Keep just don't touch characters, people. Um, but yeah, I don't have much to say about this. I, like I've said, we've talked about this house because this has been speculated for like two years now. So, yo, it's finally if they, coming. <laughs> if they don't make that place like the most moldy mildewy looking place like are they even trying like here's what they need to do that they shit need better to... smell like et in there yeah exactly they need to take whatever moisture leakage that is happening in et to make it smell like mildew all the time <laughs> and use that in the house yes. so it get that perfect you know spore smell oh yeah i think that'll be good Nothing um, like feeling like you're afraid from like zombies and you know, oh look, there's a mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited, but uh because I don't really know anything, but I'll learn a little bit before I before I go. So Yeah, this is one of those chances really for a lot of people who may not know anything <laughs> or don't play video games. Heck, I mean I play video games and I still haven't, you know, played Last of Us. Uh so it's a good chance for like all of us to kind of like get into it. And, mm-hmm. like, you know, learn more about the lore, even if you don't necessarily think it's your cup of tea or you're kind of burnt out of, you know, zombies because of The Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> you know, it'd be interesting to see zombies done in a different way. 
Because we've had yeah. Army of Darkness at, or not Army of Darkness, but Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had Resident Evil. Mm-hmm. We've had uh, Zombie Land. <laughs> we've yeah. had The Walking Dead. <laughs> so like, it's nice to see like a zombie virus that isn't so like uh, Christopher Nolan. You know, yeah. it's it's still super serious but you can definitely tell there's going to be some unrealisticness to it because like it's a game it's supposed to be fantastical with fantastical creatures yeah that's why i'm excited i'm i think also this might push people like they might end up liking the house so they might end up playing the game or something you know so it's always like a win-win thing with with houses things you're not aware of um or if you don't like video games and you don't want to do all that well, then, you know, at least you'll have something to drive you a bit closer to the show. True. Yeah, that's true. So, but yeah, I've talked about this one way too much. So I'm going to move forward on that one. Um, the next one I'm really excited about because we did get a little announcement back on Halloween, but it was basically just saying like, uh, basically saying we're going to get something to do with the Chucky show. That's all we kind of really knew then. Um, but today... We got a synopsis for the house, which um, I'm really excited about this concept. So the title itself is called Chucky Ultimate Kill Count, which first thing I think of is Dead Meat, James and Chelsea, um, because they do their kill count. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Like the, the 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 vignette and how it's all set up is that you're, you're going into like a, a Dead Meat kind of video. And like oh James God. A. Janice just gets you know like stuck by like Chucky at some point, kind of how you... like they uh, they did Liv Morgan on uh, yeah. the TV show. <laughs> what if you just walk into the house and you're like, and he's like, bam, title card. <laughs> oh my God, I would fucking die laughing. But um... it, it would it, it it's interesting because I think this might be like a mashup of all of the lesser known uh, Chucky movies. Uh, no, it's specific... going to be based off the show. Well, no, no, I know, but I meant like it's it's going to be in that where it's going to be moving forward from there, not necessarily like reiterating uh, like Child's Play 1 or 2. Right, yeah, because also the title is Chucky, so it does, you know, there's also that. So it is supposedly going to be based on the show, which my guess is going to be, well, let me read the synopsis here. So Chucky, the serial killer doll, is back for a new gore fest. He's hijacked his own haunted house with all kinds of bloody hijinks. You and your friends must try to survive his ultimate kill count. So this seems like some type of interactive or something. Oh God, is this going to be the 3D house? Oh God, no. (laughs) I don't think they're doing those anymore. Listen, man, I'm going to try hard in that house. If I don't get that golden chainsaw for the coolest death, my God! I'm just saying, am I even really trying? <laughs> That's so true, but yeah, if you know me, and I think everyone knows, I'm a huge Chucky fan. Tiffany as well, and everything to do with the, the Child's Play Chucky universe. Don Mancini is great, and uh, if you haven't watched the show yet, go watch the show. I say this all the time. I think it's on Shutter now as well um, as Peacock. Um, it's a really great USA show. as well. I think it's on the Sci-Fi as well yeah they, that's where they it put airs it, they put it in a lot of different well they also have it on the usa app is what i mean that's oh, how right, we were right. we were watching it for a long time was on usa's app yeah so definitely check it out um i think a I mean, lot of the same kills, company but yeah 
I think what they're going to do is mash up a lot of the kills from the show. Oh, that'd be kind of cool. Do a, do like a season one, season two kind of thing. Cause there's no real without spoilers. There's no real time progression, I guess, between like season one and season two. At least not a lot of it. No. Yeah. It's, it's more or less like it picks up like right where it left off. Yeah. So, but yeah, we've known about Chucky for a little bit, but now we have an official house, which is exciting. Um, here comes the rest of them. So the rest of this list, um, there's one IP left and the rest are originals. Technically, the next one is an IP, although people don't realize that, but it is Universal Monsters Unmasked. So it's not called Paris, like everyone was saying for the longest time, but it does take place in Paris. Uh, descend into the Paris Catacombs, which, ooh, that's exciting. Um, where you and your squad will face a new horde of monsters. We have Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Phantom of the Opera, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, and the Invisible Man. So, we, I don't believe, in Orlando have done, we have not done the Invisible Man. They have done it in Hollywood, and it was really kind of cool how they did it. They did it using, like, screens of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um and it worked really well, in my opinion, when I've seen, like, the house watches of it. Um, so I'm interested to see what we're going to do when it comes to the Invisible Man. He is my favorite character out of this list of the four. Um, because he's actually one of my favorite Universal Monsters uh, overall. So I'm really excited to see what they do with him. We have seen a brief glimpse of Phantom and Hunchback in the 2019 Universal Monsters house. Uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde's an interesting addition. What are your thoughts? Um, oh, I'm trying to be positive about it because I do like the Invisible Man. Uh, but I'm not really in terms of like the chrono, the, the annals of like, you know, like horror history or whatever. I, as far as the Universal Monsters goes, I'm not really a big fan of like Hunchback or like Phantom or any of like the silent film ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just saying this is a great disrespect to Gilman. Uh, <laughs> they left him dead in, uh, you know, Bride. the bride's castle. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and now they're not bringing him back for some reason, which I don't understand. Uh, Universal, please, please bring back, uh, you know, the creature. Like, he, he needs... Fa- he, he needs fits his house. at Universal. Like you can put it, you can put like, you know, the house over by like, you know, Fear Factor. It can be his thing as like a little nod to the fact that Jaws used to be there, and he's searching for the water that's there, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, Kelly always likes to call him the original Florida man, which is great. I, we deserve a creature house. Please give it to us. Um, yeah, he is my favorite Universal monster, obviously. So I'm with you in that. Um, but like I said, I am really excited for at least Invisible Man. But I'm also excited of the location of this house. Like the Paris Catacombs. That part could be really cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, who knows all what's down there even today. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of cool to think of what could be down there. Uh, it makes sense that they obviously leaned into like the with having the Hunchback. Uh, you know, it being in Paris, I think, like, 
out of all of the the universal monsters i think his setting is hard the hardest to tinker because if you take the hunchback out of notre dame is he really the hunchback of notre dame you know right yeah so it's nice that they kind of like you know took it let him be like a center preference you know like a center point because like I don't know, out of all of the Universal Monsters, even though I'm not necessarily a fan of it, we're always hearing about, you know, Dracula, Wolfman, the Mummy, you know, it's nice that they are giving some, you know, the lesser appreciated ones, I guess. Yes, I do agree with that, too. It is. I nice like the little, uh, the little picture that they used where, like, uh, it looks literally like when he took off the mask, the Phantom. Mm-hmm. It literally looks like he ripped off half of his face. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick looking, the art. Um, I really like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, too. So. So, yeah. Uh, everyone who's, like... I know there's a lot of, like, cult uh, Phantom fans out there. So, hey, this is your time, guys. Um, this will be your house. <laughs> um, and now into some more exciting things, because... As we've gone throughout the year, we've gotten little crumbs about the originals. I mean, crumbs. So, now we finally get what we've been waiting for. My favorites are always the originals. You guys know that. So, we'll start with one that I'm very, very excited for. Whoop, whoop. I, I have not even read... <laughs> what the... Is it because it... <laughs> Are you doing Listen, that because of Jack? <laughs> here, no, no, no. I'll go. I'll go ahead and 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 kind of like bring this one in. Okay, so the reason why I said whoop whoop um is we're we're talking about Doctor Oddfellow's uh, Twisted Origins. The reason why I said whoop whoop is the font, <laughs> how it's like looks like done, metal, and the clown in the center. They all look like ICP like style oh my god to me it looks like twisted metal well i mean you you (laughs) also weren't like a juggalo but like ask casey ask casey (laughs) if this if this like gives him juggalo vibes i need to ask him i'm sure he would say yes like Uh, this this is like down with the clown you know whoever designed this image is down with the clown (laughs) the man in the middle i presume is dr oddfellow um, which that's what I'm going to go with. And it makes me very happy. I will say before I even say anything else that we are getting a black icon. It's about fucking time. Um, but that's what I'll say with that one. But let's take a look at his house. So yes, as Teddy said, it's called Dr. Oddfellow's Twisted Origins. I have not read this yet. I'm very excited. Uh, it should be twisted with a Z. <laughs> oh God. Alright, you won't be able to resist going inside Dr. Oddfellow's menacing menagerie of twisted oddities. Oh my god, already. I'm like, <laughs> I'm so excited. You don't even understand. But the price for you and your friends is steep. The cost of your souls to feed his immortal power. Man, that's a lot of price to ask just to go see some, like, you know, weird pretzels. Okay, so this is giving so many vibes right now. This is giving Dr. Facilier vibes. Witch doctors in general, it's giving also, uh, if you know the lore, they did find uh, Jack's remains, I believe, in Louisiana. So this is giving me big Louisiana uh, vibes. And you can see that he also has the Zodiac sign uh, around the the uh, title. So that's also really cool. So that's giving me like, you know, 
witchcraft, tarot, uh, vibes like that. So just everything about this screams things Ooh, that, that I, I, I didn't. I didn't think of like tarot when I looked at it. Uh, like with the, with the zodiac sign, I kind of like thought zodiac killer. Oh my god! Well, but we'll talk about zodiac later too. It, it also ma- it, it makes sense that you say that like if it gives you Doctor Facilier vibes, and yeah. you know he's a POC because like yeah, uh, Doctor Facilier's thing was the cards, the cards, mm-hmm. and he would you know use tarot cards. Yeah. So. Also giving Hatbox Ghost vibes because of the whole feeding on souls. Like, oh, there's just so much cool shit right here that I'm excited for. Yeah, but his um, lips don't look receding at all. There's no hair coming out of his top. Oh, God. Hat. His eyes don't sit back. You know, they sit back. <laughs> yeah. No, Dr. Oddfellow <laughs> is going to be my new man. You know me. I'm excited. Um... I we don't know much more than that, but we've been wanting to know who he is and what's going on for so many years now. So I think a lot of us diehard fans are going to be very excited about everything to do with this year, um, especially if you like and know Jack's backstory and know that Doctor Ovfellow is the one who killed Jack and so on and so forth. But we'll talk about that probably in a later podcast. But yeah. They really um, went all in on him this year. I mean, like, we got Twisted Origins. We've got, like, several scare zones that are based around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, they they went nuts on him. They're all in on David S. Pumpkins here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I won't keep going, but as you know right now, this is probably the house I'm most anticipated for. No, they're... They are all Doctor Doctor Oddfellow related. I'm yeah. I'm looking at them now. They're all Doctor we'll, Oddfellow we'll related. Yeah, we'll get there. I haven't read them yet, so I'm I'm I can't wait to read those. Uh, so I'll move on to this next house because I think the next two houses are going to be yours for this year. That's just yeah. my guess. Yeah, I, I can <laughs> I can see that. I think I think. Uh, I, I I have a preference of one over the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would surprise you which one I pick of the two. Okay, well, we'll see. Um, so the next one is, and we've been talking about this, guys, for a while now, and it's true and it's happening. We're getting Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate. Two warlocks of great power were turned into dragons after trying to take Merlin's spellbook. Now you and your friends are caught in their epic battle. You must choose a path and a victor. So. Oh yeah, baby. Choose your own adventures. Let's go. We're back to that. And what I've heard, because I think a press uh, release came out as well today that had a bit more description. Um, what I've been seeing on Twitter is that there's supposedly going to be four endings you could get on this. Makes sense. They've done similar with uh with Universal Monsters le- uh, last year. Yep, and icons and things in the past. Oh yeah, well. icons as well. Yeah, so this is really exciting. A lot of people were devastated when Dueling Dragons was first. They were devastated when it was changed to freaking Wizard. What the hell, Tri Wizard something? Tri Tri Wizard Challenge. Yes. The first they were devastated for that, but they were happy that the ride still existed. But then, of course, when that ride completely got taken away, a lot of people were really upset. Uh, I know I've ridden this roller coaster at least when I was younger and really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, I, it, everybody again, it enjoyed like it until ago. P 
people decided to, you know, do like impossible challenges, like throwing stuff to each other. Yeah, and uh, making people go blind and shit or whatever the hell. Yeah, come on, we gotta reserve that specifically for geese. Oh my I god! Fly into your face, <laughs> Fabio. Uh, good old Fabio. But yeah, I know a lot of people who are huge fans of this um, of this attraction. Uh, people still to this day are like sad that it's gone. Um, so I'm excited to see that they are leaning into their roots again. Something that was really um, meant a lot to a lot of people. I have seen photos going around already that they supposedly had built. They've supposedly rebuilt a replica of the entrance to the attraction for this house. Interesting. Yeah. I'll have to show you after, but yeah, I got to look more. I figured they would have done uh, a a similar entrance to like their old HHN stuff when they first started or whatever, like the dungeon of terror. Yeah. It kind of looks like that a little bit. Um, Just kind of, you know, dust that off and, you know, (laughs) haul it out of storage if they haven't, you know, destroyed it. Yeah, well, no, I guess they rebuilt a replica of the attraction, which is, like, the castle, and, and I'll have to show you after, but it looked pretty sick from what I saw. But, yeah, so, are I mean, I know you're a big, like, medieval, uh, what else could I say? D&D. Fantasy, D&D, you like that kind of stuff, so, to me, I feel like this is going to be one of the houses that you're going to really enjoy, but it's hard to say, because, I don't know, your mind changes a lot. It <laughs> Well, don't make, don't make it seem like I'm wishy-washy. Um, no, but you um, change your interest a little, you know. Here yeah, I, I do kind of jump around from interest every so often. But, but you're not the only one, so don't worry. When it comes to, like, D&D and stuff, I, I absolutely am interested. Um, I do love fantasy settings, so I am interested to see how they do this. Like, are we going to see, like, the two warlocks, like, half transforming into dragons over time, you know? Like, how are they going to do the whole dragons, you know? So yeah. I, I have to see how they do all that before I can really make an opinion on it. But I am excited for the next one, just based off the title alone. <laughs> all right. Well, then we'll move on. Next one is called Yeti Campground Kills. Yeti or not, here they come, baby. <laughs> you and your friends. Are about to venture into a 1950... Oh, yeah, baby. A 1950s campground overrun by huge, menacing yetis who rip apart anyone who gets in their way. You must flee to the ranger tower to escape. Ooh, I love that. So being a big cryptid fan, how do you feel? Uh, I'm excited for it, especially because I've missed, like, you know, Disco Yeti. Uh... (laughs) Back uh, the few years ago when it, you know, it's been around, uh, it is kind of my forte given, you know, my now po- uh, <laughs> on hiatus podcast. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I don't know if I'm necessarily down with like 1950s because like, you know, it's kind of been overdone. Uh, so is the 80s in that term in terms of like, you know, killing people at campgrounds. Yeah. But Maybe I that's mean, why it, they changed it to 50s instead of 80s. They're probably so used to the 80s. It is, it is interesting to see, like, I would say how they're going to approach uh, dumbing down the technology, I guess. 
Because, mm-hmm. like, you have to think about, like, what technology was ready, readily available in, like, the 1950s. Mm-hmm. So, like, how is that, like, you know, Ranger Tower really going to help you escape if, like, the Yeti can climb, like, those old, like, ones, you know? I'd imagine he'd scale that thing like, you know, King Kong did the side of the Empire State Building. <laughs> you're just you're just screwed at that point because if he gets in there, you ain't got nowhere to go. Because if you try to go jump off anywhere, he is going to be a long way down. True. Honestly, I feel like this is going to be the camp house this year, and I don't mean that, haha, no pun intended. But I mean, like, I think it's going to be the campy, comical house. I mean, it's still going to be scary because it's Yetis, and I know we have Chucky too. But I feel like Chucky's going to be super gory. So I feel like this will be like that fun camp feel that we that we expect out of HHN. Um, there's always usually at least like one, um, you know, bug house. Uh, we had uh, we had multiple the year. All right, we had bug house, uh, slaughter cinema in the past. Yeah, um, slaughter cinema was good. Yeah, just I feel like that's gonna give this vibe, but I also don't know. It could be more serious. I like the first Yeti house. That was fun. I wish I did it more. I only did it twice that year. Um, but I am excited because that means this is going to be the cold house. Okay. Oh, I hope. I hope. Be, I'm I hope. Be chilling in the- <laughs> Listen, man. Going through Dead Man's Pier last year was like so good, especially when you'd be like, hot and cramped with like all those people in those queues for like however long you may have been in it and then you get to go in there and it's nice and cold and you get to enjoy it for a few minutes before you're shipped back out to the terror the the true terror of hhn which is the florida humidity yes agreed that's why and the mosquitoes (laughs) oh god yeah for sure Everybody um, got torn up the one day after the hurricane last year. Me. Oh my god. Oh man. But yeah, no, I think this will be fun. Uh, this is probably gonna, hopefully, I don't know. I you might. It's so weird. Like you think you're gonna like something from the description, but like something else ends up being like your favorite. It's really it's interesting. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we have two more houses left. Um, excited for one of them, like off the rip. But the other, I'm still intrigued, but not sure how it's gonna go. Um, so we'll start with that one, which is called The Darkest Deal. So this is kind of like a devil went down to Georgia, but they did make it their own way. Uh, I'll read the synopsis here. It is blues musician Pine Straw Spruce. What kind of name is that? Uh, we'll have to face the music after meeting with the collector and trading his soul for musical glory. You and your squad learn the terrible price of fame. <gasps> Collectors coming back? I <laughs> I know, made me think of Guardians. Um, the joke is, he traded his soul, and they gave him, they upgraded him with like you know really good windpipes because you want to collect all the different body parts. Yes, um, but yeah, and a lot of people are really excited about this concept. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like I have to see it applied, and then decide how I feel. If it if it if if it's not like the devil. It'd be kind of cool, I think, because like well, look it, at the photo, his shadow showing well, like a horned figure. Yeah, I mean that. That's I think that could just be a representative thing of like you know anybody doing like a shady, shadowy deal, you know, mm-hmm. uh, or somebody who's like you know not got your best interest at heart, you know. Right. 
True. Uh, like like snake oil salesmen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but like even as like an example in League of Legends, uh, there's a character named Tom Kench. And Tom Kench basically is the devil who makes those deals with people. And mm-hmm. if they don't pay him, uh, he shows up and eats them. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So it, there are different ways to approach the devil went down to Georgia story without it being like all just like heavily leaning into biblical stuff. Because like you're already going to get enough of that with like the exorcist. Like That's true. I would I would hope that they don't, you know, make it all like rock the <laughs> rock the universe. Oh my god. No. I think this could be very scary. I think it the could scary, also be the horror is we're turning everything into a into a youth camp. A youth summer camp for Christians. Oh god help us. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I feel like this could be scary. I, I feel like the atmosphere could be really cool too. I, feel I like, like we're gonna smell like a lot of dirt and grass, possibly. Like it's either gonna take place in like, I don't know. I don't know where it's taking place. I mean, I know the normal story is Georgia, but like, I don't know. You see like little farmhouses on the photo and like forest, but also a lot of dirt. So I, I feel know. I feel like they're gonna lean a lot on in on like shadows. I guess. Mm, okay. Like you know, like he's always looking over his shoulder, kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. She's- That'd be kind of cool because the way that they kind of like put the image on it, yeah, makes it seem like that devil is his shadow, right? Uh, Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. We'll see how this goes. Um, I'm excited for something new and different. Uh, Speaking of new and different, actually, not really, but speaking of excited, this next one, uh, Blood Moon Dark Offerings. In a colonial era village, moon worshippers witness a blood moon at their fall festival. They take it as a sign to hunt down any non-followers, including you and your Scream Squad. Here we go with the Scream Squad. Um, This one is very exciting to me, too, because I like anything to do with, like, I don't know, witchy shit, cult shit. I don't know. Nobody said anything about witches. This could be druids. (gasps) Oh, true. But it's like like culty, though. Yeah. Well, not necessarily. Uh, okay. what, what specifically what I'm referring to is like they're moon worshippers mm-hmm. and like, you know, a lot of druidic stuff was tied to like, you know, the phases of the moon. Sure. Uh, same similar to paganism in that okay. sense. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of them used to like, you know, in, in like Diablo as an example, like druids, like you know, they 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 praise the moon goddess or god, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, in turn, they get like lupine powers. Uh, okay. So maybe this is you know going to be a whole. These people are like druidic people who believe that, like you know, by sacrificing people to their blood god, that they're you know going to get like powers from it, kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm excited either way. It seems pretty sick. Um, And I'm interested to see how it's going to be. Like, what kind of setting. Um, They said a fall festival, so that's exciting to me. Um, But yeah. Ooh, it's going to be colonial, too. So it's going to be all pilgrimage and shit. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, like, The Witch. The movie The Witch. I feel like it's going to be similar to that uh, era. So we'll see how that goes. It's another exciting one for me, I think. Um, 
so we're going to move on to the scare zones. Uh, and then after that, we only have one show and something else fun I want to talk about. But yeah, let's move on to the scare zone. So as Teddy mentioned earlier, they were reading ahead. Uh, <laughs> no, but every scare zone looks to be associated with Dr. Oddfellow this year. So they're kind of doing... Um, I don't want to say it was it wasn't entirely like that a couple years ago with Jack, was it? Like he wasn't necessarily a part of every scare zone, but like you're doing something similar though in the sense. Um, I would but- say more that year Jack was like the host and like he was bringing you specific events. Yeah, true. This so is like this is all like you're tied to Doctor Oddfell's lore. I think you're you're diving into the mind of like what he is, who he is, why he does what he does, etc. Okay, all right. Well, let's start. Um, so this first how ha- or excuse me, first scare zone is called Doctor Oddfell's Collection of Horror. My guess is I think this is going to be our uh, in the front scare zone, like when yes. you enter the park. It looks like it because it says it will lure you into Halloween Horror Nights. So I imagine this is probably what we're going to get when we walk into the parks. Yeah. So it says Dr. Oddfell will lure you into Halloween Horror Nights with a promise of immortality. As he lifts the veil on all the horrors to come, you'll soon realize you may not even survive the night. So yeah, definitely thinking this is, like you said, in the front. Um, I, I wonder if this in? is going to be like uh, like a freak show kind of thing. You know, like, come see the bearded lady kind of thing. But it gets, like, more grotesque each time, you know? Oh, my God, I will cry. That'd be so It's like his collection of horror. And, Mm -hmm. like, when you think of, like, you know, a circus or whatever, and they have those kind of collections of oddities, it's usually, like, you know, come see the world's tallest man. Come see, like, the 80, you know, 800-pound person, you know. Come see the bearded person. Come see the conjoined twins. Uh, yeah, I feel like it probably will be something like that because even the house said that you're going to go into his like shop. This thing of oddities, yeah. His menagerie yeah. of oddities. Yes. Oh my God, yes. It's giving so many amazing vibes for me, at least. I'm excited. This feels like a carnival. A lot of this stuff feels like entirely like carnival related. Mm hmm. Yeah. In, in, the, in the sense of, like, you know, you would go to get your tarot card reading at, like, a carnival, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would go and see, you know, oddities at a carnival. You would, you know, go and experience, like, you know, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Like, animal handlers? Like, showing you exotic animals kind of stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <gasps> I just thought of something. I just thought of something. Nondiska. What if they bring the rat lady back? Would make sense. It fit. <gasps> oh my god, that'd be a good year to do that. Anyway, sorry, I just had that moment. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I agree with you. I think this will be really cool. Um, unfortunately, often though the 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 scare zone in the front gets kind of like walked through really quickly so i kind yeah, of they that. they they outside of like the people on the stilts man you really can't see anything when they put that giant like uh i want to say that giant like oh the lighting the light. lighting rig yeah or whatever because like that widen or that just narrows it you know mm-hmm. And, True. like, on top of that, it's not like, you know, there's really space for you to walk behind any of it, you know, to stay out of the, car- uh, you know, maybe, like, walk through the area without, like, being 
in the active scare zone part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, hopefully it doesn't bottleneck there this year, but I kind of see it doing that with, you know, this and Minions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because if Minions, the ride itself is not going to be open, I guarantee you Minions Cafe will be and Minions Cafe will be packed. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I'm excited about that one. Um, I haven't really read about the others, but I have, like, been clued in on these possible, like, themes. So, let's see what the rest are about. Uh, the next one, which I do believe this... See, this is the thing. They drop everything, but they don't give us, like, a map. Um, I'm going to go based off the speculation map. It's possible that this next one is going to be taking place in Hollywood. Um this one is called Dark Zodiac, which also intrigues me. Uh, Dr. Oddfellow has entered a dark dimension to harness the power of the Zodiac and live forever. He twists the signs into malevolent beings who foretell your doom. As his star rises, yours falls. This is cool as hell. I think we're going to get some gnarly cliches of the signs. So, like, for example, I'm a goat man, baby. I'm a Taurus. We're probably going to get a nasty ass like Minotaur or something. Um, a creepy goat. crab for cancer. I don't know. Like, <laughs> what's a goat? What's the goat from? Uh, in, Got him bad the, with. The goat, one of the zodiac signs, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. There's a ram. There's a ram. Yeah, sorry. Not a, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think we'll get like weird, gnarly <laughs> shit like that. Fishman for Sagittarius, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Pisces, you, you mean? Yes. Yeah, or sorry, uh, <laughs> you could just uh, bring it, bring in, uh, bring in the prop of the the, the dummy that you use from a uh, house of a thousand corpses. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So I'm I'm stoked about this. I think it'll be really gnarly, and I love Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood and New York are my two favorite like areas to hang out for scare zones. So I'm really excited for this one. Um, yeah. I don't have much else to say. I just think that's what it's going to be. It's just nasty, creepy versions of the Zodiacs. And what yeah, stu- stuff based off the Zodiacs. Gemini is obviously going to be conjoined twins. Ooh, Calling it now. That'd be so cool. Or it's going to be somebody with two faces. Right? Yeah. Like a face in the front and then a face in the back. Ooh, yeah. That'd be really cool. Oh, I'm excited now. All right. <laughs> So the next one we have, and I believe is rumored to be in Central Park area where Scarecrow was last year. Uh, We have Jungle of Doom Expedition Horror. Um, In the 1920s, Dr. Oddfellow ventured deep into the darkest jungle, performing horrific experiments on nature. Now his monstrous creations are running amok and are coming after you. Jesus Christ, this guy's like the, the, the fucked up Willy Wonka. He's going into the jungles and shit. He's fucking with the Zodiac. Next thing he's going to bring back is like a bunch of like, you know, uh, magical singing people and like not, you know, claim that it's not slavery, even though it is. What? Oh, Oompa Loompas? Yeah. I was so confused. I was like, okay. That's what I was saying. Jungle of Doom. He, he, he bring, he does like horrific experiments. Oh, yeah. Like he brings back like, you know, slaves. I would imagine he would use them as like oddities or shit within his show against ah. their will more or less Maybe. would also make sense where some of the dark zodiac stuff came from oh true 
it does say nature, so I was like, and it also like jungle people are getting the vibes. It's gonna be like um, plant people or like. See, I things? I honestly thought when they were saying stuff like this, I got the the like the Aubrey, uh, like Phoebe Seymour kind of vibes, but I also Audrey too, yeah, 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 sorry, sorry, Audrey. Um, but it also reminds me cool. of uh, like like uh aztec type stuff so like you know like jaguar you know people hmm. stuff like that you know maybe he was like mixing animals and human parts together kind of thing yeah huh i really don't because it says monster it. his monstrous creatures so i'm assuming it's not just plants yeah i was thinking man and bush remember from like many years ago something like that um but yeah, it could be a mixture of a lot of different things because there's a lot in nature and there's a lot in the jungle. So we'll see. Um, it'd be really cool. I don't know. I'm just really intrigued with all of this. I have not had a chance to talk about it or really like think about all this all day. So um, I'm just hoping for Jungle of Doom. They do what they always do and poke fun at Disney and they put somebody in there who's a victim who kind of looks like Indiana Jones. Oh my god. Or like a jungle cruise skipper. Yeah, they they could they could do something along the lines of, well, at least this isn't as bad as what happened to him in his last movie. Oh my god, that'd be funny. Because you know everybody likes to, you know, poo poo on the new one and uh, you know make fun of the crystal skull. Yeah, true. <laughs> so it'd be right in there because you know they're they've kind of you know sadly been unable to fill that hole that was you know bill and ted taking the pot shots at disney that's true they do they need to bring something well now it's um horror makeup show the only really thing that does that anymore but but yeah no i agree that'd be fun um yeah there's a lot they could do with this there's even like a compass on the little corner and cobwebs oh teddy there's cobwebs Ooh. um like a half spider so I was looking at some of the themed merchandise. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Don't but you stop. Um, yeah, dude, it looks like a Ouija board. It's kind of cool. Oh yeah, I know. I'm a, this year's my year. I'm telling you right now. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to the next one. Speaking of my year, I know you have a lot to say about this next one, but I'm not going to let you say it forever. But I will let you talk. <laughs> Jesus, uh. that could seem like I'm about to jack your podcast. No, no, no. You're just, you get on your soapbox, but um, I'll go first with just at least reading the synopsis. So we finally got the uh, pictures the other day of the stage in New York. Um, and we have the official name now, Vamp 69 Summer of Blood, which is cool that they added the little Summer of Blood part. Um, so we've had Vamp 85 and Vamp 55. Now we have Vamp 69. At a 60s musical fest, music fest, excuse me, in a small New York town, you'll jam to popular bands with fellow concert goers until Dr. Oddfellow unleashes vicious, unleashes vicious vampires on the audience. They're out for your blood. So this is ringing true with Vamp 85 a little bit, at least it feels like to me, which because what they did was it was like New Year's Eve and they had like um, performers who were supposed to be like similar to Prince. Run DMC was the host um, and things like that. Um, so I think it's going to be very similar to that where it's going to be like a little show, but then like 
they'll grab random people out, but the random people are actually like the victims and, and they're going to like attack them or whatever in front of everyone. That's what I'm feeling. A lot of people are excited for a new era. Um, I know you're not, but a lot of people are very excited to get in their go-go boots and weird ass clothes from the sixties slash early seventies. Um, I'm excited. I like a lot of songs from 1969, actually. So I realized the other day. So yeah, that's all I really have to say. I know you have your opinion on it. Um, I'll let you say your opinion. I just don't want to be here all day. Hippies <laughs> are overrated. 60s, 70s are overrated. That's my hot take. And I'm tired of us constantly uh, you know, pandering to older people. Why the hell are we doing something for 1969 when they started doing stuff for the 80s? They could have easily, with Stranger Things being now in the 90s, could have had it be 90s themed and like at the end of the millennia. But no, instead we go back in time yet again. And it's like, I can't even be excited because like there's no music during that time that I really like care for. So. Okay. It just reminds me of like Vietnam and hippies and how hippies were, you know, oh, change the world, make peace, make love, la 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 la, and then turned out to be the worst generation possible. And like, <laughs> screw us all as millennials and Gen Z and everybody else. So, uh, I, I I just, how do I put it? Um, all, all of, like, my, like, joking aside, uh, the only thing I can say that's nice about this is the fact that they put 69. <laughs> Literally nice. They would have um, been, a, I think, a little too on the nose if they did summer of 65, I think. 69, actually. Oh, it's that song is yeah. the summer of 69? Yeah. Okay, I thought it was 65. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, then that's a little too on the nose for me. Um, I like it. I think the vibes are really cool. I think the uh, construction's beautiful, by the way. I follow the one of the people who worked on it, and uh, I told them it was beautiful. But, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm excited because I feel... This is why I'm excited. You ready? Not just because I like this kind of music and stuff, but it's because, like, yeah, my mom was young at, in 69 itself, but my mom likes a lot of that music and stuff. So it reminds me kind of of like my mom, my stepdad, like, so like things like that. So it kind of gives me that vibe. And I think that's why I'm in, in excited for it because I'm excited for my mom to see it. I'm uh, just not excited to have to sit in Gramercy because it's the only smoking area in the park now and have to be forced to listen to, you know, 60s and 70s music. Like, disco yeah. sucked. Like, what was before disco was even worse. Like, I I made a tweet and I was like, if they don't play California Dreamin', it makes no sense to not play that. Because literally, it's going to be, like, right across from the Stranger Things house, too. So I feel like that would work really well if they play that song, at least. Um, Hopefully, whatever they pick, it just won't be as boring, at least. As like the 1950s stuff was for um, oh, sweet revenge, sweet revenge. Not really repetitive. Yeah, it was kind of frustrating after a while. It's like they had they picked three songs and they just looped them through the entire thing. It's like 
get people yeah. up there, make them pretend that they're performing or something, you know, <laughs> it's your chance to do like, you know, disco, get, you know, a John Travolta out, out there on stage, you know, talking about Grease Lightning. Yeah, exactly. Or Saturday yeah. Night Fever, excuse me, that would oh be more God. accurate because it's almost the 70s. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, I think a lot of people are excited for this one. Uh, it'll be cool. And if they go with the pattern they're doing, if you think about it, Vamp 55 was 30 years prior to Vamp 85. If they're doing Vamp 69, maybe we'll get Vamp 99 in the future, which is what we are both very excited for. Um, Listen, if I don't have vampires that have like computer chips embedded in their forehead or vampires who are using like the downage of technology... Let's say, like, uh, they went into the whole angle where Y2K actually did happen and we had the societal collapse. That would be a kind of a good area for vampires to come come in now that our defenses are down and really start picking us off. Yeah, you know, that would be they cool. Could, they could fully lean into the Blade, like, techno 90s aspect of it, too. My god, yes. We'd have like the uh, the blade, you know, club scene music going and stuff. Oh my god, cool. yes, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, we'll move on to the very last scare zone, our fifth scare zone, which I believe is supposed to be, if I'm not mistaken, over in San Francisco, which makes sense actually for this one. It's called Shipyard Thirty Two Horrors Unhinged. Uh, enter a 1940s San Francisco shipping yard full of mysterious crates and cages. Bearing Dr. Oddfellow's symbol. Uh, beware, his nightmarish oddities have now escaped, spreading fear and chaos in their wake. So we're getting more... We're pretty much getting all the shit that he's made throughout the years. All his fuck-ups and all his, like, creepy... I wouldn't say they're his fuck-up, but they're his oddities. I don't These mean like that. The... I just mean like things that he's created, but he's like he's like a messed up person. So he's like gone through and done all this horrible shit. Well, no, 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 no. I I agree with you. I'm just saying like I think all the things that we're gonna experience, like you know the 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 uh, the messed up like creatures of the zodiac, you know the mm -hmm. jungle creatures that he's gonna be bringing in, you know the vampires that he brings in. I think these are all like his oh, what like he considers to be his oddities. Yeah, maybe no, this no, is like he... a mishmash. He, like, he collects the monsters, you know, kind of like Pokemon, yeah. but like, but with like, you know, mythical monsters. Kind of like the collector from Guardians, like we already talked about. <laughs> yeah, that that would be a good example. Or, uh, you know, the, the people from Cabin in the Woods, you know how they had like all those different mm -hmm. monsters and like cubes? Yes. yes. I feel like he has like kind of that, that he can like pull from whenever he wants. Yeah. So it's Listen, man. Go ahead. All I hope is that, you know, Jack Jack steals his staff or whatever it was that, like, his soul's trapped in. Mm -hmm. So he, like, I, I hope we get to see, like, Jack's rise to power here. Because, yes, mm -hmm. they have the opportunity to show a new person and show why they can be great as, like, an, uh, an icon and stuff like that. But I think a lot of people want to know the lore of Jack that much more. And mm -hmm. I think this allows us to explore it, even in a in a soft way. Let's say Jack himself is not of all or around, but you see, like on the wall, there's like a newspaper of like you know uh, the you know mugshot of Jack when they're like you know manhunting him. I think we'll see some something of Jack somewhere this year for sure, especially in the house. I think 
Um, yeah, I think I, I, we may not see him in any of the scare zones, but I do think he'll be in the house in some way. Me too, for sure. Maybe not as the clown, but maybe like Jack Schmidt beforehand or whatever yeah. his actual name is. Yeah, you're right. I think we will. Um, I hope we will. I mean, I think people are interested to see how their whole story plays out. I think we're going to be getting a lot of the lore for Dr. Oddfellow, which is really cool because we've been wanting that for many years. Um, and I hope that they continue some stuff like this, expanding the lore. Because, like, yes, there is some lore behind some of the icons, but some of them have, like, no story at all. Like, Chance rarely has, really doesn't have much. Um, so it'd be cool to see, one, new icons being presented, but also some more lore for others that weren't used as well either as much, like Cindy and Eddie. We need more on them. So if we'll bring in a Palmiati and we'll be able to, you know, have them uh, write, you know, uh, chance uh, the Harley Quinn out of <laughs> out of their relationship, you know? Oh my god. So she That'd has her, her birds of prey moment where she's all like, I don't need him. He's an asshole. Oh my god, that'd be And funny. then fucking goes <laughs> goes on like a killing spree. Joins the roller derby team and everything. Hell oh yeah. my god, yes. Could you imagine that as one of her houses? Be called yeah, roller that's what derby. Harley Quinn does. <laughs> roller, der- roller derby mayhem and it's like a, a like a, a a roller derby game where like the losing team like dies, you know, squid game style. Oh my that'd be god. Cool. That'd be great. Or like oh, a brutal yeah. like a mutant football league that that that'd also oh, be kind of cool. God. But that that that's like a Sega like you know <laughs> that that's a deep that's a deep pocket uh pocket yeah. reference there. <laughs> that was but an yeah. old Sega Genesis game. So those are our houses and scare zones. That pretty much contains most of what we we're gonna talk about. I am just gonna briefly touch on a couple more things, but uh yeah, so we're getting Nightmare Fuel Revenge Dream. Uh, so Nightmare Fuel again for the third year. I do believe it's probably going to have similar um, vibes as the last two years, but they do change things a little bit of the story. Uh, I know last year I think they changed some of the music and some of the story or props and things, so they'll probably do that again. Nightmare um, Fuel, lose the pyro and I will go. Yeah. And I what know. I mean by pyro, I mean, I don't Dang. mean the sword waving with the flames. I don't mean like your fire twirling. I mean, lose the explosion. There's no yeah. need for it, and you're only triggering people who may otherwise go see your show. Agreed. Um, As somebody who's getting a little bit more grief from Universal for like accessibility things, I hopefully think that like you know they should take that at least into consideration because that's so off-putting that explosion part that it keeps me away from that side of the park. Which makes yeah. me want to go to the houses on that side less, because I'm more afraid of like when is the pyro going to go off? When is the pyro going to go off? You know. Mm-hmm. So I'd yeah. rather be able to enjoy those houses back there instead of having to stick my fingers in my ear and like close my eyes every time you know I hear an explosion behind my head. Understandable. Um, I'm not going to really touch on the food and drink. Uh, there's one picture. There's not any early event uh, information yet. We'll start seeing that probably soon because there is something added this year. Um, I'm just going to briefly just mention what it is. It's basically a taste test of the products that are coming, drinks and food. Um, 
you can buy it for a specialty ticket price of like 159 and there's certain dates in august you can do that um but i think after those are over then we'll start to probably see some of the booths set up and people will start posting their photos to um twitter that they see during the day parks oh is that the taste of terror yeah which to me is not worth the price but if you're a foodie i think it could be something you'd enjoy uh however there is like a corn dog looking thing on this picture and it kind of looks delicious i don't know what it is but it looks see, interesting. you you see corn dog and i see octopus balls like uh yakitori you don't are you talking about the stick the thing with the stick sticking out of it yes the the oh, japanese okay. food okay well i don't know it looks interesting well, either way, um, yeah, we'll talk more on food later, but uh, and merch too. Apparently, is going to be some interesting merch coming out. Takoyaki, uh, excuse me. Not there is not a fan, perfect. which I've never been a collector of clack fans, but I really like this one. I might have to get it. There's a backpack. There's a T-shirt, I believe, and then I don't know what the thing in the front is. Is, is that fan? Is that the fan in the back there that says "Yes, No, Halloween Horror Nights"? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like a Ouija board. Yeah, it has the planchette in the middle uh, for that. I, li- I, I like that. I like that design. I think it's cool. Yeah, I think it's really cool. I'm excited. Uh, but the last thing I really wanted to talk about was this exciting opportunity coming to all of the guests who are staying at the resorts this year. Um, at Cabana Bay, we are getting Chucky's Twisted Playground. Um, so pose for photos at Chucky's Twisted Playground, a photo illusion experience based on the USA sci-fi TV series, features five uniquely scary photo opportunities. Um, so this is anyone staying on property. Uh, as long as you bring your hotel room key, you can get entry to this at Cabana Bay. They're also going to have their Spooky Swizzle Lounge again for the specialty drinks uh, at Cabana Bay as well. And then something interesting, too, that a lot of people haven't noticed. Uh, Universal Monsters Gallery of Legends. Be sure to set aside time to visit the other six Universal Orlando hotels as you go on a photo hunt to find different Universal Monster photo opportunities waiting for you in the hotel lobbies. So there's that, too. Um, I like how they've expanded things. I did hear also that Dead Coconut Club is coming back. Um, it's I, not on the website. I, I want to know how that's going to work because they, they they make it seem based off of like, you know, the verbiage that they want you to like go to each one. Mm-hmm. But how does that work if you have to pay for parking? I don't know. Maybe using the bus or something. I really don't know. Because, yeah, they're not like all together either. Like a lot of the resorts are... Yeah, they're like a good bit away from each other. Uh, It it is going to be interesting to see if they're going to bring back the Chucky uh, photo opportunity that they had at the park last year. Um, It would be nice to see that not be at the park because like they kind of ruined Chucky being like anything when... They started airing the Chucky commercials during HHN back in the day. That was kind of like a huh. Then they did the scare or the scare zone for it, which was kind of random. Then they mm-hmm. had the photo booth there for two years in a row. So like, I feel like you know they kind of like spoiled it like way ahead of time. Yeah. Um, 
But it will be nice to see that be in a less trafficked area because uh, I don't I don't know if you've personally seen it, but while I was in that area just like getting food or like waiting around, waiting for you guys to come out of the bathroom, so many people were so rough to that thing and they just did not take good care of it. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be in an area where people could be a bit more gentle or Universal could have insight to have more employees maybe uh, like that are assigned to work that because... Yeah, yeah. People, people will destroy it if you know you're not like keeping an eye on them. I don't mean yeah. to be like pessimistic in that sense. Like I tend to generally think the best of people, but like I don't know if people are already peeling stuff off the walls that shouldn't be peeling stuff off of. You know, you think that like maybe you know they would be careful with a lot of their stuff and not just like let whoever approach it whenever. Yeah, they usually have. Uh, at least from when I did the Jack or the uh, the Jack photo shoot, um, I didn't do the ones last year, but I did the Jack one, and they have like handler, not handlers, but they do have like team members on there, um, you know, uh, escorting people like to like you know helping them to the photo op and stuff like that. So, and yeah, it's gonna be in a room as well where only hotel guests can go. So definitely shouldn't be as much as many issues with with things. Um, yeah, I'm staying. At, we're we're staying at Aventura. The wow, Rude just writing me off. <laughs> no, I just I'm so used to talking to myself on here sometimes. So we're staying at Aventura the first weekend. So we should be able to go see the Chucky experience um, at some point. So yeah, anybody who's staying on property, just make sure you bring your hotel key over to Cabana Bay, and you should be able to do that. Um, go meet but yeah. Mr. Charles and take some pictures with them. Yes, that's our. That's what we call our Chucky doll at home, Mr. Charles. Uh, no, I call him Mr. Charles, sir, and I pay him the respect that he deserves. Y'all disrespect him, and I'm surprised he hasn't taken y'all out while y'all are sleeping. I do not. Listen, I man, y'all, y'all were talking. Y'all were tossing him around, all right? Yusef caused him to lose his shoe. Kyle's ta- constantly being, you know, like, rude and telling him to fuck off and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one that salutes him. I say thank you for your service because he was in military school. Oh, my God. Yes. Hey, listen, I'm a veteran. If I say thank you to your service to somebody who may have stolen valor, all right, I'm allowed to. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I think if we're allowed to, if we're allowed to headcanon Alan as non-binary, all right, I'm a headcanon Chucky as a former soldier. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Teddy, for being here with me and letting me drag you onto this. Um, thank you for having me. Yes, it's been really fun talking with you. I like your perspective. So, um, But yeah, everyone, thanks again for listening. Definitely follow me on Spotify. That way when a new episode drops and you're like not on Twitter at that time, you should get a notification from Spotify saying that I have a new episode. Um, Thank you, everybody, also for supporting me through not only the show, but the bracelet sales. Um, I really, really do appreciate every single one of you for supporting me in that journey. It really does help um, a lot. that you guys are sharing things, buying things, etc. I uh, love you guys. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so we have the full reveal now. We're excited. Uh, there's only, I think, less than six weeks left to the opening night. So yeah, guys, we will see you in the fog. Bye. Bye. Bye.
This is a tasty burger. Something tells me a whole lot of people are about to die. You know, there's a million fine-looking women in the world, dude. They don't all bring lasagna at work.